we're doing our final week of our honor series. And we've been asked the question, what's the wise thing to do? Everyone needs that question uh, because if you have that in the forefront of your mind, when you're making decisions based on my past experience, my current circumstances, and my future hopes and dreams, what's the wise thing to do? Uh, we believe you're going to save yourself from regret. Um, a lot of people don't realize what they've built until a storm comes. The Bible says those who apply God's word, they build their house on a rock. Uh, but people who don't, they build their house on sand and the storm causes it to crash. You might have not faced a storm yet, but you are building something. You need to continuously go to God's Word and have people around you that are asking you wise questions like, based on your future hopes and dreams, uh, your current circumstances, uh, well, sorry, based on your past experiences, your current circumstances, and your future hopes and dreams, what's the wise thing to do? And even as you do that, we believe you're going to save yourself from giving up what you want most for what you want now. And, and we are temporary, uh, we are fleshly beings, and we can give into our desires, our temporary desires, and give up on what we want most for our marriage, for our business, for your future. Uh, but we need to be wise. Today, I want to look at how wise it is to show honor. I thought it was a great topic for on Mother's Day as we honor moms, uh, but wisdom uh, in honoring people all around us, there's great wisdom in it. Now, in the book of Proverbs, you, you see an intro, and then the, the Proverbs, the first proverb starts in Proverbs 10, um, and it really is a relational proverb. Then you go to the last proverb, which is Proverbs 31, and it's also a relational proverb. It says in Proverbs 10 verse 1, the Proverbs of Solomon, a wise son brings joy to his father, but a foolish son brings grief to his mother. Uh, we see how relationships add so much to us or can take away. They can add joy. Or they can add grief. And, and the truth is you are as happy as your relationships are. You are as happy. Uh, your happiness is based on the healthy relationships. You can be married. If you and your spouse, uh, you're fighting, uh, um, you will find there's less joy in the house. And all the people said, amen. Um, but when there's peace and you've made up, there's way more joy in the house. Your relationships do lead to great happiness. If you don't, focus on your relationships, you could miss out on a great joy. But if you neglect your relationships or you are foolish in your relationships, there can also be a lot of grief in your family. I, my name is Andre Grief, not Andre Grief. So I'll try, bad joke. Okay, I'll try to bring the teacher who say, Grief, come to the front. Anyway, but, and then Grief would walk right to the front of the class. And then anyway, anyway, but um, bad jokes all day long. But if you need, if you're wise, there can be joy in your relationships. Um, then it goes in Proverbs 31, verse 31. It says, Honor her for, for all that her hands have done, and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. And of course, this is a, a, a proverb about an honor, um, honoring your wife of noble character. It's quite interesting that Solomon starts off the first proverb with a relational proverb, and he ends it off. And so it's really wise to look at your relationships. And one of the key things, one of the key principles for your relationships to flourish, probably the best principle you can apply is the principle of honor. Um, honor does so much, not only for them, but it actually does even more for you. And, and when you do honor, you're adding value. You, you're showing that this person's valuable. Uh, you're saying they're worth something and there's a weight. You, uh, to honor is to add a weight. Um, so the opposite to dishonor is to take lightly. You know, when we honor, we, 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 we add weight to it. 
and some people don't want to add too much weight in winter, but I know I need to get back on track. Anyway, but to dishonest, take lightly, and you most probably have seen it. You, you, you take lightly a relationship, you stop seeing those people, you, you stop answering calls, you, you stop being uh, there for them. And the joke is, and it's a chance for all of us, has your mom ever phoned you? Um, you, you, some people respond to their mom's phone call the same way they respond to a debt collector. Hey, so I don't know if I want to take this call. Anyway, and this year I'm challenging all of us. Are we taking our relationships lightly? And I know my mom's watching live right now. Hey, mom, happy Mother's Day. Um, and I <laughs> but, but are we taking our relationships lightly? So honoring begins. This is where, so you go, okay, Andre, I need to actually start to honor. Uh, I need to apply the principle of honor. Well, the best way to apply it is to start in the right place. Honor starts when you begin to see people the way God sees them. You need to get some Jesus glasses. You need to get some Jesus goggles. And it's quite interesting. When I spend time with God, even in worship, reading God's Word, He puts those glasses on me. <laughs> the best way to apply the goggles, the glasses that you need to, how you see people the way God sees them is to spend time with God. You actually have to start to get to know God. And when you see His goodness and how good He is and that He makes everything wonderfully and skillfully, that he's, uh, He restores us and He takes the old and makes it new, you will put on some Jesus glasses and you'll be able to see people the way God sees them. And that's the key to honoring people. Honor begins with God's claim on them. What God has said about them. That is key if you are going to honor. Romans 8 verse 30 says, And those who He predestined, He also called. And those He called, He also justified. And those He justified, He also glorified. So God not only saw the future, He can restore us back in that direction. And in the Message Bible, I love it. I don't have it on the screen, but it says, we see the original and intended shape of our lives there in Him. We see our original shape, our, the intended shape for ourselves. We see it in Him, in relation with Him. I promise you, in Him, you'll also see the original plan for others. God will give you a discernment and you will start to feel free to honor. Because sometimes we can let our honor be hype. It must be fake. Like, you know, we, we need to do it. It's good. We don't see any potential in them. So we're like, you're awesome, bro. But we don't mean it. No, no. We need to be with God and there a genuine honor. Then a genuine honor can flow out of us. If you do honor, it benefits you. Honor, honoring benefits me too. Um, honor does more for you actually than what it does for the other person, I find. Um, because you cannot receive from that which you do not honor. Um, um, to dishonor, you're doing yourself a disservice. You know, your child comes home from school, the teacher, there's been a bad interaction. Yes, you have to be wise, you have to deal with it. But if you cut your child off from honor, your child might as well leave the class because they cannot receive from that which they do not honor. Um, so, so also with our, our bosses sometimes, we, we just go, Oh, my boss, and why can't I get what my boss has got? You can only receive from that which you honor. So if you don't honor your boss, you can't have what they got. 
<laughs> and so a lot of people justify their dishonor, but they don't realize they're just doing themselves a disservice. If you can't honor there, yes, find a place where you can honor, but here's the lesson. Wherever you go, there you are. If you struggle to honor here, you will also probably struggle to honor there. You have to deal with the dishonor. I'm not saying you might not have to move from certain situations. Yes, you do. Don't put yourself in abusive situations. Don't put yourself in dangerous situations. But you have to learn that if you dishonor, you do yourself a disservice. Now, at school, um, I was, uh, you know I mean, I would chirp and I, I, I didn't show teachers honor. You know what I mean? Um, like if Satan was like going, hey, let's cause some hassles in class. I would say, you can use me. I was pretty much a Man United supporter, like because the Red Devils. Anyway, but I got saved. Yeah. I remember after school being involved in church and, and I did a year two and I actually went at the school and I apologized to one or two teachers that I dishonored. Because I actually, in a way my eyes were open, I saw God and almost saw the dishonor. And what was amazing is I didn't realize after that I would become the youth pastor for 10 years and guess where I would be working a lot? In the schools with those teachers. And just me having an encounter with God and then apologizing for the dishonor opened a door for me to do more for God. Um, when you honor, so much more doors are open for you. Yeah, you know, Ruth, um, it's an amazing woman in the Bible. Um, she, of course, loses her husband. She, her mother-in-law loses her husband first and she sticks with her mother-in-law and they're, they're down and out. She has to go and clean. The, the people in poverty in those days would go and clean in the fields. Of course, Boaz, who's actually her kinsman redeemer, part of her family line, she's not aware of this. Here's how she honored her mother-in-law. Come on, that's a whole other level of honor when you honor your mother-in-law. Like you didn't get anywhere. So... Um, that's like, you know, I mean, you're a saint. Anyway, so, so she goes into the field. <laughs> I was getting off track this day. And she works in their process. She's in a foreign country. In the pro in, their process was if you're poor, you, you, um, you work behind the workers. You glean. And uh, they would always leave uh, extra on the edges. So, so if you want to honor, you never cut corners. Okay, if you cut corners, you're doing a disservice to yourself. Honor never cuts corners. So she, she works the field. But, but Boaz says to her workers, I've seen how she's treated her mother-in-law. Leave extra food for her. She was not aware of it. Leave extra. And so she gets behind the workers. She gets behind their process. She honors their process. And she picks up favor. Because Boaz said, leave her extra. Shows her favor. When you honor, favor takes notice. And when you honor, whatever, whoever you're getting behind is who you're picking up from. If you're not getting behind your boss at work, don't be surprised when you're not picking up much. Some of us dishonor our parents, dishonor our bosses, and the only people we honor is our foolish friends. And the only thing we're picking up is bad habits. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Your friend's paying your salary? No, Andre. I'm not saying don't be a good friend. As the Bible says, to have friends, you need to be a friend. But I'm saying don't miss out on the opportunity to honor what God's put in place. Honor is a key to you receiving more. Jesus could do no miracles in his hometown because they did not honor him. Jesus, who could change their life, could not 
do the miracles. They did themselves a great disservice by dishonoring. Of course, Ephesians 6 verse 2 says, Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. That it may go well with you, and that you may enjoy long life on earth. That's a great promise. That's, I'd want to position myself for that promise. Well, the position for that promise is the position of honor. It's an honoring of your mom and your dad. You must say, honor, but this happened to me. And I'm not saying put yourself in a dangerous situation, but you can still honor them because of how God sees them. God had an original plan for them and he can restore them to that original plan. And, and as a child, you'll honor in a way. As a young adult, there'll be a different way to honor. And, and you must probably are moving into seasons of respect. I'm going to give you some keys on how you can honor people as well. But before we get there, I need you to also know that honor is given. A lot of people think, Honor is received. No, no. Honor is given. Andre, when they do this, I will honor them. I will let you know there's a big chance you'll never honor them because honor is given. You're saying honor is based on what they do. No, no. Honor is who you are. You're a person of honor. <laughs> you, you understand the power in it. I'm not saying you're being foolish, but you're a person of honor. You bring honor into the room. You, you, you are a child of God. You see people differently. Why? Because you've seen God. You've seen that you're a new creation in Christ. And you know if you could do it for you, you can do it for them. You live differently. You can respect people around you. You don't have to pull them down. You're not here to win an argument. You've already been won by Christ. You can also trust that they too can be won by Christ. The best way is to respect them, honor people. You know, when you pour water into a bucket and there's a cork, that as you pour water in, that cork rises. You and I are people who honor others and we lift people up beyond their brokenness. We help them to rise above the mist because we honor them. Of course, 1 Peter 2 verse 13 says, Submit yourselves to the Lord. Uh, submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every authority instituted among men, whether to the king as a supreme authority or to governors. Um, who are sent by him to punish those who do wrong and to commend those who do right. For it, it is God's will that by doing good, you should silence the ignorant talk of foolish men. Live as a free man, but do not use your freedom as a cover-up for evil. Live as servants of God. Show proper respect to everyone. Love the brotherhood of believers. Fear God. Honor the king. Of course, this is God speaking to us saying, we need to honor those in authority. We need to live as free men. Uh, we need to show respect to other people. And, and once you've received Jesus, uh, you've received all you need in Christ. You don't need stuff from other people. You're not trying to manipul manipulate your way to your destiny. You're not trying to uh, uh, twist people's arms. You already are a free man. You're a free woman in Christ. Um, you've got all you need in Christ. You can respect them. You're not, it's not for your agenda. It's because you already, who, of who you are in Christ. You can show honor. You can, to, uh, you can love other believers. You can fear God and you can honor the king. We should show proper respect and we should honor other people. Uh, and, and not wait for them to be right. We can honor 
other people. Some people are in a tough place. Some leaders are frustrating you. They won't do it. But, but since I was 18, I've been putting God first in my finances. Uh, so every month is first. The first part of my increase, I honor God with 10%. That's what I do. I see it as a great privilege, a great joy. The Bible says, as I do it for him, he actually rebukes the devourer. There's a great benefits to putting him first and honoring him. He says he'll rebuke the devourer because the devourer not only comes for the fruit, he comes for the vine that has ability to produce more. He tries to stop the production ability of the future. So he says he'll rebuke the devourer from the vine, from the production. So I'm massive on that. That's just, I'm, I've got a strong conviction and I find a joy in it. Then I put God first every, every week. How do I do it? Exactly what you're doing. The first day of the week is Sunday. It's not Monday. I seek Him first. I, I put a priority on Him. God, your priority. I'm honoring you. you I'm making a priority. I'm not going to sleep in. I'm not going to go do this. I'm going to be in your house. And, and then, of course, um, every day, His mercies are new every morning. First part of your day. Don't look at social media. You can wake up and read your Bible. Um, the first Words you want are words that are light to your path. You want a directional words. You want words that lead the way. Words that, can, that will never pass away. The, the word of God. And so he's mercy every morning. And I put him first. Um, Proverbs 3 verse 9. Honor the Lord with your wealth, the first fruits of all your crops. Of course, we see that with God. How are you prioritizing your relationships in your life? Are you making a priority? Your marriage, your time with your kids, with your parents, or you make priority. And that's a challenge for all of us because we're living in a life that's busy and busy and we're not actually prioritizing important relationships. Are you prioritizing your relationships? Are you showing honor to the people around you, the, the people God's put in your life? Are you making it a priority? Number two, honor has a language. Honor has a language. People who honor others lift others up. They don't tear people down. See, the problem is when you and I tear people down, we eat the fruit of our lips, the Bible says. So even though you're speaking about them, it's only still in your mouth. So you can curse me, but who can curse what God's blessed? You know? and, and so you can curse me. The only person who's really eating the curse is, is the person who's cursing me. You know, I, people can try to curse me in that. I've submitted to God. I don't live by chance. Put the armor of God on every morning. I resist the devil. He'll flee. That's going to do nothing to me. But the problem that we don't, we don't realize is, is the one who's cursing, they're eating that curse. They're eating the fruit of their lips. And, and when you honor, you not only lift others up, you have a language that, that encourages others. And I'm not talking about hype. Of course, you're saying it's in God. When you honor, you lift them up, but it also is a blessing to you because you're eating the fruit of your lips. James 3 verse 9 says, With the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse men. Who, um, who have been made in God's likeness. So, so again, there is honor. How do I honor them? We're talking about how God made them, the work of God, the masterful work of God. God made you wonderfully and skillfully. It's, it, our, our, our language should be connected to God's workmanship. And so, so he's saying you, you praise God, but then you curse men who are made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. My brothers, this should not be. We need to have a language that honors. And you must remember, people go where they celebrated, not tolerated. People go where they celebrated, not tolerated. If you've got a language of dishonor, don't be surprised when one day you wake up all alone. You have to have a language that attracts. 
and honor not only attracts the blessing of God, it also opens your door to receive from so many people around you. And it also builds relationships. People go where they celebrated, not tolerated. Ephesians 4 verse 29, don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only that what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God for your job. Thank God for the people around you. Pray for your workplace. Pray for your boss. Protect them. Do you want to close your eyes quickly? Pray that you would fill them up with your Spirit. God, you say we must be continuously filled. Will you fill them up with your Holy Spirit? I pray that they would experience a yoke that you have for them that's easy, a burden that's light. They wouldn't be overwhelmed, stressed out, overworked, burnt out, but they'd be refreshed. They would experience your strength, God. Show them your strength, God. Work on their behalf. Open doors for them. Bless our moms. Give them wisdom as well for what's ahead. Help them to make wise decisions and to build. Just like the woman in Proverbs 31, that she she would be honoured. In Jesus' name, God. God, I lift up our families. I lift up our marriages. I lift up our children. Bless our relationships. Teach us to honour God. There's so much blessing in honour. Also pray for our workplaces. I pray for our bosses. Pray you bless them, our colleagues. Bless them. I pray you'd reign in our business. Even where it doesn't look godly, we pray that you would step into that place now. I pray that people would be healthy. Marriages would be strong. I curse and break the plan of the enemy to break up marriages in businesses, to hurt families. I loose your plan into those businesses to see families get healthier, people get stronger, relationships get stronger. Bless people, the colleagues, the bosses, and the work that people have in their hands. In Jesus' name. See, just lastly, if you are saying, Andre, I'm not putting God first. I'm going to pray a prayer where you confess like I did that you're a sinner. The Bible says, as we do it, God's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. Then I'm going to pray that God would be Lord of your life. What that means is He's first. God's not, He's never come second, third or fourth. For Him to be Lord means He's first. Scripture says He's the Alpha and Omega. He's the King of Kings. He's the beginning and the end. He's everything. One thing He is not is second, third or fourth. He is first. And so when He's first, He's Lord of your life. Maybe you've given your life to Jesus, but you know He's not first in your life. You've got something else in the throne of your heart. You have to dethrone that thing and put Him first. So if you need to do that or you need to come back to Jesus and ask Him to forgive you of your sins and put Him first, encourage you to do that right now. Do you want to close your eyes quickly? If that's you, I'd love to lead you in a prayer. All you need to do is say, include me. Give me a wave. Say, Andre, include me in that prayer. I need to pray that prayer. I'm coming back to God this morning. I'm asking Him to forgive me of my sins. I'm putting Him first. Anyone, just give me a wave quickly. God bless you. Anyone else? God bless you. Anyone else? Just saying, that's me, Andre. I need to do this. I know God's speaking to me. I need to put Him first. He's not Lord of my life. But from this morning forward, He will be Lord of my life. He'll be the Alpha and Omega in my life. Anyone else? God bless you. Anyone else? Just pop your hand up. Say, that's me. You know God's speaking to you. Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray together. Jesus, I confess that I'm a sinner. Thank you that you're faithful and just to forgive me of my sins. Jesus, please be the Lord of my life. Thank you 
that You are the beginning and the end, the Alpha and Omega, the King of Kings. Nobody else can ever play the first part like You play it. You are the first. You are the beginning. You are my everything. Be the Lord of my life. Thank You, Jesus. Amen. Awesome. Thank You, Jesus, for everything You've done for us. If you guys can look just to your right, Yaku's um, opened a door there. We're gonna have men and women prayer counselors. If you gave your life to Jesus, you might put your hand up, maybe you didn't. Your next step is to tell somebody, hey, I just came back to God. I gave my life to Jesus. I encourage you to tell them. Let us pray with you. They can tell you about your next step following Jesus. We've also got a Bible that we'd love to give you. Um, and following Jesus is a Wednesday night group that you can join. Then um, if you need any prayer, you can also make your way there. New people, the God Can Band, you can grab your first coffee and people can get connected to View Group there. And then for all ladies, we've got biscuits for you, sunflower biscuits. Hope that this is ignites the rest of the celebrations for Mother's Day. Have an awesome one. God bless you guys.